0: Hi, Nexters. You're listening to Next Topic, a podcast where we discuss tomorrow, today. I'm your host, Eran Aksu. On this episode, we'll be speaking with Jennifer Radin, an epidemiologist with the Digital Medicine Division at Scripps Research Translational Institute, where she conducts research to improve disease prediction and prevention by incorporating digital devices, sensors, and platforms. Before joining the Translational Institute, she worked with the Operational Infectious Disease Department at the Naval Health Research Center and the Influenza Division at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Jennifer received her doctoral degree in epidemiology from the University of California, San Diego, and San Diego State University. She also holds a Master's of Public Health specializing in epidemiology of microbial diseases from Yale University and a bachelor's degree in biology from the College of William and Mary. Welcome, Jennifer, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, So I'm going to talk about um, using wearable device data to improve real-time viral illness detection. And I'm going to talk about a new study we just launched called Detect. So to start off with, I'm going to give a quick background on... um, infectious disease surveillance in the United States. So um, influenza-like illness is kind of um, one of the main metrics that the CDC uses to track um, viral infections for um, respiratory diseases. And this um, it, ILI is basically anyone with a fever, cough, and or sore throat. So you can see that the CDC uses this to track activity trends for ILI over time and also look um, on the bright They also use it to map out kind of geographic areas that are experiencing high levels of um, ILI activity. However, um, in the United States and most other countries, um, ILI surveillance is often delayed by one to three weeks. Um, Because of that, um, many groups uh, have tried to um, improve our ability to um, collect data in real time using other digital methods. And so some of those are Google Flu Trends and Twitter. Um, However, um, because these methods are um, kind of subjective, anyone can search for terms related to flu or anyone can really tweet about flu, Um, These methods often overestimate the true activity. Um, And because of that, um, our team has looked at identifying um, more objective methods and objective data where we can um, look at um, differences in your wearable data that may um, indicate that you are coming down with a viral illness. So I'm going to talk quickly about two research papers that um, my team has done. And these papers um, looked at a data set of um, 200,000 Fitbit users who uh, shared their data um, continuously or near continuously for about two years. And um, We use this data to better understand what an individual's normal values are and also see if we could use this data at a population to help track viral illness. So the first paper by um, one of my colleagues, Dr. Quare, showed that um, uh, resting heart rate's really kind of this novel vital sign of the digital age. So um, because of all these wearables, such as Fitbit, Apple Watch, Garmin, and many others, um, we're able to um, collect data prospectively um, from the comfort of a participant's home. So it's kind of um, a new variable that um, we're able to collect and our, my colleague found that everybody's resting heart rate is relatively unique to them. So my resting heart rate is probably different from many other people's. And my abnormal resting heart rate may actually be someone else's normal resting heart rate. Um, so we've, our idea was that changes in um, your individual resting heart rate compared to your average or norm may indicate that you're coming down with um, a viral illness or that there's something else going on in your health. So for my um, study, um, I wanted to look at the population level to see if we could identify individuals who had a resting heart rate and sleep above a particular threshold. Um, and to take the proportion of users each week who had this kind of abnormal um, Fitbit data to see if um, that variable could help improve real time predictions for IOI at the state level. And um, we found that this Fitbit variable significantly improved um, IOI predictions in every state we looked at. And this is really exciting um, because, as I said earlier, ILI surveillance is often delayed by um, several weeks. So obtaining this data in real time um, has great potential to help improve public health um, response, make um, public health response faster and potentially even um, more um, geographically specific So we uh, received a lot of media attention for these papers um, because of the potential to help track um, flu and other viral infections. And uh, my paper came out in a really timely um, time with coronavirus. And because of that, um, our team decided to launch a prospective study that would follow up from the Fitbit retrospective study that we published. And so this uh, new study is called Detect. And you can access it by downloading an app called My Data Helps. And um, through this app, which is available on iOS and Google, um, participants are able to um, consent into the study um, and also share their wearable device data. And now um, we're able to collect device data from a wide range of different wearables. So we're device agnostic. and participants in the study also have the ability to report different signs and symptoms they might, might develop. So if they come down with a viral illness, such as coronavirus or flu, they can tell us if they're experiencing a fever, cough, sore throat. Um, they also can report whether they develop or whether they get diagnostic testing for flu and coronavirus. And they also have the option to share um, electronic health records. So this is a way for us to um, take our prior study to kind of the next level and see if we can really use this um, wearable device data to um, both identify viral illness at the individual level, um, potentially even before someone comes down with um, symptoms, see if the changes in their resting heart rate may actually proceed um, fever and other symptoms, and also look at the data at a population level to see if we can identify hotspots or areas across the country that um, may be experiencing elevated viral illness. And so we think this will be um, help out with coronavirus um, surveillance, but also really be a platform in years to come where participants um, can share their data to track seasonal flu or potentially other viral outbreaks. Um, so to give a quick overview of our app, which we um, created in collaboration with Care Evolution, so we wanted this, um, my data helps and this detect app to um, pass, be something where participants could passively share their data and input symptoms when they experienced it. Um, so we wanted to create something that wasn't super time consuming where participants can join and then actually um, only have to really do anything if they experienced an illness. And this slide kind of just shows an overview of where our current um, app um, looks like right now. So you can connect your Fitbit data or other device data through HealthKit or Google Fit. And we will, um, and then you can also report when you're feeling sick kind of through this e-diary and connect your electronic health records. So we really think this platform um, will help hopefully provide uh, real time surveillance for coronavirus and other viral infections. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be right now. We have, um, about around 18,000 participants from around the country, but we're really hoping, um, to draw on citizen, sci- citizen scientists from around the world and or from around the country. Right now, it's only available in the United States to um, grow our numbers to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, so that we can create this really useful platform.